I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, part of the 90 Min football family. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiou. You've already got an episode out of me today. We've literally just finished looking ahead to the new Premier League season with Sky Sports' James Green. Fantastic episode. Go back, check it out. Had a few technical issues in the middle of it, but James, ever the professional, covered me. And we got through it. It was brilliant. Really, really enjoyed our chat. And I look forward to welcoming him back onto the show in the not too distant future, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, but I figured that I kind of had to do another stream because midway through that show, a bit of news broke and we kind of briefly touched on it. But when you're mid show, it's kind of difficult to just stop and sort of pause so that you can read and then process what exactly the news is that is coming out um, at that moment in time. And the news is with regards to David Raya. David Raya is still Arsenal bound. David Raya is still expected to have a medical at Arsenal Football Club tomorrow. There is no danger at this moment in time, as far as we're aware, of this deal collapsing. But what there is, is uh, some further information with regards to the structure of this deal and with regards to what exactly the terms are of this deal. And I think you'll find uh, that when you read what exactly it is that Arsenal have managed to pull off here, you're going to be scratching your head. Not because you're going to be annoyed or frustrated or disappointed, but because you're going to wonder how the hell Edu and co have managed to pull off a deal like this. This is a fantastic deal for Arsenal Football Club. Some people in the chat are unsure whether this is a good deal or whether or not this is something that could potentially bite us back in the arse. Well, it can't bite us back in the arse. And I'll explain why as we break it down. Just a quick reminder, if you haven't done so already, please do leave a like on the video. If you're with us now, you've probably been with us before and you know what type of content to expect. So by now, uh, you should be willing to give me your likes before we even get into the show. So please do that for me. It really, really does help. Uh, also, if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe to the channel. It really, really does help. We hit 29,000 earlier today. We said that we wanted to get to 30,000 by the end of the year. And we are well on course to achieving that far, far sooner if you guys uh, help out with the subscribe uh, button. Because, um, yeah, it doesn't cost a thing. And we'd love to have you on board. That way you get notifications. Turn those notifications on as well. I think you need to do that separately to just subscribing if you want to get those notifications. And if you like joining us on the live shows, then it's well worth it because it gives you a notification just before we go live, giving you time to hop on. So then let's talk about this. Let's break it down. What exactly is this bit of news that sent Twitter into meltdown over the last, um, what, hour or so? Arsenal are taking David Raya initially on a three million pound loan deal with an option to then purchase the Spaniard at the end of the season for £27 million. He will sign a Brentford contract extension before this so that Brentford win either way. They'll either get the fee if Arsenal decide to take up that option and sign him, or they will retain his value going into next summer. He said his goodbyes today to the Brentford staff, to his teammates, all the rest of it. 
the paperwork is being processed at the moment and the medical, as I say, is likely to take place tomorrow. This is a shock, a surprise. I, I didn't see this coming. We'd been led to believe that Arsenal had agreed a fee that was worth close to £30 million with Brentford, but there were no suggestions that this was something that was going to be paid next summer. There were no suggestions that this was going to be initially on a loan basis with that option to buy. It's not even an obligation to buy. So although Brentford probably feel protected by this, the reason I say this is wonderful business from Arsenal is because they're not immune to a bit of a a bit of an issue here. They're not immune to losing out in some way, shape or form. Brentford will get the fee, yes, £27 million if Arsenal decide to sign him. What if Arsenal decide not to sign him? And he's hardly played a game all season. He does. He's not going to retain the same value just because he signed a new contract with Brentford. His value will dip if he doesn't play. If he doesn't manage to establish himself as a player who gets regular minutes at Arsenal, then regardless of his contract term, I think that damages his value. And that's why I'm so surprised that A, Brentford have agreed to this and B, Arsenal have managed to get this over the line. Now. I think this is a demonstration of how impactful it is when a player wants you and you only. When a player is adamant that he wants to join your football club and when a player believes that that's the place for him and that nowhere else will do, you are in a really strong negotiating position, particularly when you're up against a side like Brentford, who, with all due respect, are a club that can ill afford to allow assets to walk away for free. They can't dig their heels in in the way that bigger clubs might. And that's not being disrespectful to Brentford. I've said this throughout this process of negotiation over David Raya. I hugely admire Brentford. I think everything they've done is brilliant. I think they've got fantastic ownership. They've got an excellent manager. The model is superb at Brentford and they deserve a ton of credit. And there's almost a part of me that feels bad at the fact that we're seemingly bullying this club into doing something that I'm sure they're not entirely happy with um, to get this done. But hey, it, it, it is what it is you know that's that's the modern game that's football that's the world that we live in thomas frank spoke um earlier on in the week and he sort of came across as being a little bit frustrated with the negotiation process and with the fact that no deal at that point had been done for david raya and that there was no movement on it and i remember listening to that and thinking what's the matter with you it was a week ago that we heard that arsenal made an offer or expressed an interest. And a week later, they've coughed up most of the money that you've been demanding all summer. And this deal is very, very close to going through. You know, what is there to complain about? But then this breaks and this news emerges and this further information comes to light. And you can understand why Thomas Frank feels the way he does. And you can understand why Brentford as a football club probably feel a little bit let down by this. You know, this is a deal that works amazingly well for Arsenal. Not sure it's a great deal for Brentford. But again, it goes back to that point. They can't afford to lose him for free. And they would have insisted on the contract extension to try and retain some value. But if he doesn't play at Arsenal and if he isn't a hit at Arsenal, there's no guarantee that they retain the same level of value. So they do stand potentially to lose out here. You have to... You you have to emphasise that point, that this is not a golden deal for both sides. This is a much better deal for Arsenal than it is for Brentford. And for those that say Edu and co can't negotiate, well, how about a bit of that? 
How about that? Are people going to give him credit for that? Because that is a deal that works solely, primarily in the interests of Arsenal. And I think is one that could potentially blow up in Brentford's faces. And I can't believe they've sanctioned it, to be honest. I, I really can't. Before we continue on uh, through the show, uh, it's going to be a shorter, bite-sized version this time because obviously we just finished one, uh, which you can go back and listen to. James Green from Sky Sports joined me to look ahead to the new Premier League season. That is available now on this YouTube channel, also on all major podcast stores as well. So uh, get involved, check that out. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Uh, let me know your thoughts on that one. Make sure uh, that you uh, subscribe to this channel. Make sure that you leave a like, all the rest of it. Going to take a really, really short pause and then we'll be back. And I'm going to explain why um, I think this works so well for Arsenal. Look, I can see it already in the chat. Hold on, where is it? Uh, Zaki Hassan. Harry working overtime for Arsenal again. Yep. Cheers, Josh. Thanks for the check earlier today. Really, really appreciate it. Um, amazing. Thank you. I'll, I'll do it every day if you're going to keep paying me to be the PR man, as, as some of you like to call me. Anyway, going to take a short pause and then I'm going to tell you exactly why this is a brilliant deal for Arsenal, because there are a number of reasons, actually. We'll get into that in just a sec. Don't go anywhere. Wow. Over 500 of you with us live and we're only, what, nine minutes into the show. Amazing stuff. Thank you all so much uh, for rejoining me. I know a lot of you were on the live stream, which ended, what, 15 minutes ago, um, 20 minutes ago. So great to see so many of you back. Anyway, let's get into this. Um, why is this such a good deal for Arsenal? There's a couple of reasons. So if we go over to Fabrizio Romano's tweet, uh, which he put out. Now, Fabrizio has been first on a lot of the reports around this deal. You have to say that. Um, he's been ahead of Ornstein in terms of putting out information post Ornstein's original tweet about Arsenal's interest. Like he was the one that said yesterday that the deal had been agreed. He was the one that talked about fee. David Ornstein never spoke about the fee, but obviously has come out tonight and dropped this bombshell with regards to how that deal is made up. Now, this is what Fabrizio Romano had to say, uh, what, little over an hour ago, uh, about an hour ago on the dot, pretty much. Uh, he says, David Raya joins Arsenal on an initial loan deal for £3 million plus £27 million buy option clause, as reported by The Athletic. Brentford accepted this way because it helps Arsenal with financial fair play. He says that the buy clause is automatically activated after a few games. Uh, otherwise, he's available for Arsenal in 2024. So what he's reporting is a little bit different. He is suggesting that there is a clause that makes Arsenal... I, I don't understand. Hold on. I don't understand if he means that there is a clause that means the option to buy turns into an obligation to buy after he plays a few games or if the option to buy kicks into place after a few games. I think it's probably the latter, uh, sort of reading that out loud to myself. But look, helping Arsenal with financial fair play, why the hell did Brentford care about that? Why would Brentford care about that? Honestly, Arsenal have spent shit tons of money over the last few years without really recouping that much. You know, you look at the sales versus the outgoings, it is incomparable. And it has prompted questions about Arsenal and FFP over the course of this summer. Other clubs asking the question, fans of other clubs asking the question. And look, I, I get it. You know, I get why people would think, hold on a minute, this football club keeps spending money, but they're not bringing any in. 
Arsenal are a massive football club. Commercial revenues are up. Uh, the club is performing financially at a much higher level than it had done in recent years. And so there are reasons why Arsenal have been able to spend more. But there are limits to that, of course. And going into this David Rye deal, I did wonder if we'd hit those limits. Now, I don't know for sure that we have. And I don't know for sure that this was the only way this deal could be done. I find it hard to believe that Brentford would be willing to compromise their own position in order to help Arsenal achieve a deal in a structure that suits and benefits them. I think Brentford didn't want any bad blood between themselves and David Raya. I think they would have told him that this is the amount that it's going to take. And if we can get that, then, you know, we're not necessarily happy, but we're okay to facilitate the move that you want, right? I, th I think there is an element of that here. But for Arsenal's financial fair play situation, yeah, okay, you know, this probably works a little bit better, a little bit better for us. But, you know, if you're Brentford, who cares? It's, it's kind of the point I keep coming back to. Like, But anyway, so not only do, do we gain an advantage here because of how this helps us structure deals and all the rest of it and structure our finances in order to comply with FFP, but this also gives us incredible flexibility around our goalkeeping situation. We've sold Matt Turner. That's been confirmed today. That deal has gone through. He has joined Nottingham Forest for a fee of up to £10 million. It's an initial fee of £7 million uh, with some performance-related add-ons that will take it up potentially to that £10 million mark. Now, let's say we get £8 million in, in total. If we get £8 million in the door and we go and get David Raya for £27 million, then we've signed him essentially for £19 million which is really, really good business, given how good he is and given the fact that, you know, you can't buy anything these days for that kind of money, let alone a goalkeeper of that calibre, a goalkeeper that that's, that's that good. So I'm, I'm really chuffed with the fact that we've been able to offset some of the Matt Turner money onto this deal because it does significantly upgrade our goalkeeping position. But I keep talking about that flexibility and it does give us a hell of a lot of flexibility. Let me explain what I mean by that. So I put this tweet out just before we went live. The reason I'm bringing it up on the screen is because it probably explains what I was trying to, what I'm trying to say better than how I'm going to say it. But basically, look, I'm sure the initial loan thing and then the, the idea to pay it later down the line is partly to help us navigate FFP. But the flexibility it gives us for me is invaluable here. We've not committed to David Raya at this point. All we've committed is £3 million, which in today's market is nothing really. If he impresses and becomes number one, we then have the option. Look, people have been talking about how it's going to be a problem having him and having Ramsdale and trying to keep them both happy. Personally, I think you can keep them both happy. Personally, I think competition, strength and depth, all of those things are a real positive. But let's say that you can't keep them both happy. Let's say that this is a problem that you experience and you run into over the course of this season. You are not committed to David Raya, yet you have him at your football club. You get to watch him in training every single day. You get to play him in game situations when you need him. If he impresses to the point where he, in your mind, as Arsenal boss, is the number one, you haven't paid for him yet which means you can say to Aaron Ramsdale, and I, I'm not saying I want this to happen, but we do have the flexibility to do this. You could say to Aaron Ramsdale, look, Aaron, David's my number one at the moment. 
I'm not sure this is going to work out. This is your situation. Do you want to stay? Do you want to go? Ramsdale might turn around and say, I'm not going to sit around on the bench and be a number two, in which case we can sell you because you're on a long-term contract. You're an England international. You have a value. And we can raise the funds to then pay off the David Raya deal and get Brentford off our backs. And yeah. So basically what this deal allows us to do is to reassess our um, our goalkeeping options 12 months down the line. This gives us an opportunity to reassess the situation 12 months down the line and decide who is going to be our number one, if indeed we have to have a number one um, and we can't keep both happy or we keep both and we've managed to get David Raya for the same price that we thought we were getting him for now, just 12 months down the line. <laughs> you know, I think this is really, really, really good business for Arsenal. It really, really is. And Edu and Co deserve a lot of credit for this. Uh, AFC John says it's an obligation. We have to pay next summer. It is not an obligation. It is an option to buy as far as we're being told at this moment in time. Now, maybe we shouldn't take that as gospel because 24 hours ago, we thought we were paying £30 million up front now to get this deal done. It's emerged later down the line that that is not the case. But yeah, um, it's this is this is interesting. And I didn't see this coming. Goon Gang AFC says, we're lighting a $20 million fire under Ramsdale's ass. Yeah, you could put it that way, to be fair. Uh, you really, really could. Um, Interesting stuff, isn't it? Really, really interesting. And I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say on this. So start getting involved in the comments. We're going to do another eight to ten minutes um, because uh, I have got some other work commitments. The phone hasn't stopped buzzing uh, since this news came out. So uh, it is going to be a busy old night. I was hoping to put my feet up and um, and watch a film and all the rest of it. But hey, uh, that's not going to happen. So, um, yeah, get your thoughts in. Going to take another really, really short pause, and then we're going to take some of those thoughts from the live chat box. It's the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. You're listening live on YouTube if you're listening later on on audio. Good evening to you. Good day to you, depending on what time you're taking this in as well. Thank you so much. Be back in just a sec. Hey, guys, how's it going? Right, let's take some of your thoughts uh, from the chat box. Let's get... Uh, your views on this uh, breaking news this evening. Before I do that, just a quick reminder, uh, the Guna Talk TV live podcast is coming up this Sunday, the 13th of August at the Mild Maid Club in London, N16. The doors open at 5pm. The show starts at 6pm. Of course, it will be hosted by the main man himself, Tom Canton of the Guna Talk TV. And he's very kindly asked myself, FK from the Latte Firm, Mike Feinberg from the Guna's Pod, and Bailey Keogh from your boys uh, to come down and join the panel. It's going to be a great night, not just the show, but we get to meet people as well. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Podcasts, we do them every day. I'm looking forward to meeting you guys um, and saying hello. Uh, I know a lot of you from here uh, are the same people that watch and listen to the Guna Talk and uh, would have bought your tickets already. But yeah, get involved because um, time is running out and, and we could uh, really do with... Uh, with your support so that we can make it the best possible night it can possibly be. So yeah, please uh, do get involved. Uh, the link is in the description below. Uh, tickets are still available. Head on down and join us. It should be a good night and hopefully we'll be reflecting on opening weekend victory for the Gunners. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Um, 
what have we got? Pete Geary says, do you think we could be playing it safe in case the outgoings don't go to plan? That is a possibility. Um, that is a real possibility that we're maybe we've hit a bit of a snag in trying to move some players out. And we've decided that if we can do it this way, then then great, happy days. But again, the point I keep circling back to when I go over this in my head is how the hell have Brentford agreed to this? That's the bit um, that I keep sort of coming back to no matter how I approach this in terms of my angle of thinking and all the rest of it. I just can't get my head around why Brentford would agree to this. But again, maybe it's because of what I said right at the top of the programme. The power of the player wanting you is huge. Clock Orange says, do you think by saving money, this will help us get at least two more players? I'm not sure. Um, I'd like to think that's why Arsenal have done it this way. But I think it's more likely that financial fair play is just kind of looking over our shoulder at this moment in time. Because as I say, over the years, we've lost money as a football club. We haven't sold very well, yet we've been buying and obviously this summer, uh, we went and smashed our transfer record with a £100 million plus signing in Declan Rice. Um, Mohamed says, uh, Harry, any insights on Arsenal getting a right winger or a striker? I have no uh, information on Arsenal moving forward in any negotiation uh, for a right winger or a striker at this moment in time. It would be nice if we can, but at this moment in time, I don't know uh, that we're interested in anyone. Well, I'm sure we're interested in people, but I don't know that we're in any advanced negotiations or anything like that. Um, <laughs> Arnie says, uh, what did Edu barbecue for the Brentford board to get this done? Yeah, that's a that's a really good shout. That's a really good shout. Uh, Nav says, would you say Raya is in the top five goalkeepers in the Prem, Harry? Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 probably. Um, probably. Uh, Jack Burgess says, uh, favourable terms for one of our players to Brentford, possibly. I'll tell you what, I, I don't know this. And, and this is a completely wild shout. So don't quote me on this. But I wouldn't be surprised if if Flo Balogun rocked, rocked up at Brentford between now and the end of the window. Ivan Tony's banned for six months. Um, not going to be available for the first half of the season. Brentford probably feel that they can plug the gap with internal options but I don't know what business they've done so far this summer but they're going to miss Ivan Tony's goals that's for sure I wonder I wonder if there's been some kind of discussion some kind of conversation maybe not just about following Balogun maybe about somebody else as well um, maybe there will be favourable terms offered to Brentford um, the other way if they are interested in someone in the Arsenal side someone asked a question earlier on saying um uh, what was it? Uh, is this a good deal for Raya? I can't remember who it was. I mean, I don't think Raya's got anything to lose, really. You know, worst case, he gets to spend the season on loan at Arsenal. And then he so he gets to play Champions League football, hopefully, from his point of view. Uh, gets to compete at the top of the league and all the rest of it. Um, and then gets his move, you know, next summer. Uh, whether that be to Arsenal, if he's done enough, or elsewhere. Because I don't think it's really worked out for him this summer, as he'd have hoped. Uh, David Raya. I think he would have expected more interest. It is interesting, though, that a couple of people have highlighted this in the chat as well. Why is it that other clubs were rumoured to have gone in and made offers that were worth substantially more had those knocked back, yet Arsenal have been able to do this? I think it, it, a lot of it comes down to David Raya's desire to join Arsenal. And again, I highlight how impactful that can be in a situation like this. 
Uh, going to take one more just before I, I head off because I've got a, a bit of radio to do at 8.45, so I'm cutting it really, really fine. Uh, Sooty FM is out in Cyprus on holiday, but it's still tuned in. That is commitment. Uh, thank you so much, mate. It's late over there as well. 10.41 um, in Cyprus. Good on you, man. Uh, good to see you. Hope you're having a good holiday. He says, any idea why Brentford rejected Spurs' offer to go and accept a lesser offer from us? It's kind of the point I just, I just touched on. But yeah, I mean... It makes no sense. And it makes no sense to me why Brentford would accept these terms. But hey, by the looks of it, they have. Uh, and it works great for Arsenal. So fingers crossed we can get this wrapped up. As I say, uh, there is a medical expected to take place tomorrow. Um, that is uh, what we think is going to be the case. Uh, of course, it's a £27 million buy option that will come into place at the end of next season after an initial £3 million loan fee. Uh, he has already said his goodbyes to the Brentford staff, players, etc. And the paperwork is being worked on currently. So this shouldn't take too long to get over the line. Just a quick reminder, because there's over 700 of you with us live right now. Hit the like button. There's no reason why we shouldn't have 500 likes on this video. The likes make all the difference in terms of the YouTube algorithm and pushing this video up the pecking order, which really, really helps me, of course, as a creator. I said to you at the top of the program that we're well on our way towards the 30,000 YouTube subscriber mark. Uh, we crossed 29,000 earlier today. Uh, I didn't see that coming as quickly as it has. So please do uh, continue to subscribe if you're new. That really does help. And yeah, can't wait to get to 30,000. I'll be so proud uh, if we manage to hit that mark at some point. I'm sure we will at some point, but the sooner we do it, the happier I'll be. Um, big hello to Hassan as well, who's uh, listening to us live for the first time. Usually he listens on Apple Podcasts. Well, come and join us on YouTube more often as well. Right. I am going to leave it there. Thank you all so much for jumping on to a second consecutive stream. Go back and check out the season preview if you haven't done that already. We were going to do that yesterday. Some David Ryan news broke. We postponed it. We started it today with no sign of any new David Ryan news. And of course, what, 15 minutes into it, we got David Ryan news. So it's only right that we did a second episode. Uh, so check out the previous one too. Don't let that get lost uh, in your inbox. And I will see you all tomorrow with more here on the Chronicles of Aguna. Like, subscribe, share, all the rest of it. Catch you all soon. Goodbye. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.